is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-punchy Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right. I'm like a nice middleweight uh, boxer. Yeah, you're punchy, you know? You like, uh, you know, I throw something out there, you make it a joke, you know, you're, uh, you got chops. I'm like, I'm like a ninja that uses its fist instead of ninja stars. <laughs> So this is the first time we've actually talked. We've done a few Moisture Festival interviews, but we haven't actually hung out and talked. How was the trip, man? It was amazing. Australia and New Zealand were fantastic. The coolest thing about them is we like went to the zoo in Sydney, which is an amazing zoo. And then afterwards, we went to a restaurant and we're like, hey, we just saw all the national animals. The emu, the what you know, the kangaroos. And the guy's like, do you want us to put those on a pizza? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, they eat they eat kangaroo there? Oh yeah. Did yeah. you have it? Yeah. How was it? It was fine. I mean, I'm not gonna import kangaroo to eat. <laughs> Did your wife eat the kangaroo emu pizza? Yeah, she was all about it. She said the emu was a little gamey, but a little gamey. Yeah. Do you have some koala and some wallaby? <laughs> I had to poach a koala to eat that one. That's the one you can't eat. So what was the weirdest animal you saw at the Sydney Zoo? They had all sorts of weird, like they had like the big spider with all the army of baby spiders that will like send out at you. Wait, what? They have like a giant spider that has the army of like baby spiders. And if you piss it uh, off, it sends out like its wrath of baby spiders at you. Oh, that's kind of, did you piss it off? Did no, I it... tapped on the glass. But nothing. <laughs> but nothing. Oh, man. <laughs> So what was like, uh, give me like the top three, your top three favorite things of the whole trip. Um, well, I really, enjoy, I, I joked, we were on a cruise ship for part of it. I said, I want to see a shark off of the cruise ship. Otherwise this, this trip is garbage. Uh-huh. Saw two sharks off the cruise ship. Nice. <laughs> what sort of sharks? Um, I looked them up. One was like a, uh, like a, I don't remember. I, Ella asked. So I said, I figured it out. I did some research on the ship and found out. Nice. Yeah. It wasn't like a hammerhead or anything. No, it wasn't a cool shark. It was like a, you know, a brown Australian shark. <laughs> it was a Tiburon shark. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a West Side Story shark. <laughs> like, how do the Puerto Ricans get down shark. here? <laughs> that was fun. The zoo and eating the animals are pretty cool. And then... Wait, did you eat the animals at the zoo? No. Oh, right, okay. right after the zoo. <laughs> That's messed up. Also messed up that you ate it after the zoo, but yeah. Well, and the guy, the waiter's like, isn't it weird we eat our national animals? You wouldn't eat an eagle. I'm like, I a thousand percent would eat an eagle if you had eagle. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'd be like, this now, what majestic. was the third thing? What was the third thing? Third thing, my favorite, no tipping. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. We asked like a tour guide. We're like, what's the tipping deal? Because it was a bunch of Americans on the tour. And he's like, we negotiated a price. You pay it. Why would you want to pay more? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. He's like, if you give me money, I'll take it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he goes, well, welcome back, man, to, to the good old America. Yes, it's, it's great to be back to the uh, right side up instead of the down under. I know. All right, well, let's get to the, some news stories. Let's do it.
let's get to some weird news. All right, this story comes from KTVQ.com. That's a news source more reliable than building a brownstone at Yellowstone. You don't think uh, having a nice little house or apartment building would be nice at Yellowstone? Look out over the hot springs in Old Faithful. Too many tourists. They would drive me nuts. <laughs> All right, story goes, Yellowstone National Park identifies person whose foot was found in hot spring. That's so weird that that guy wouldn't identify himself. He'd be like, hey, I lost my foot in this hot spring, <laughs> so if you see yeah. it, hook me up. Right. I, I would imagine the amount of people that have one foot that come to Yellowstone is relatively small. So I don't think the investigation work was that difficult. Have you have you waited in those lines at the boardwalk? Some people go so slow. It's like everyone has one foot. <laughs> Yellowstone National Park officials said Thursday they have identified the person whose foot was found in a hot spring. The foot found in August in the Abyss Pool, which is located in the West Thumb Geyser Basin, belonged to... Ho Hun Ro, a 70-year-old man from Los Angeles, California, park official said in a press release. That is the coolest pool to lose a body part in. Like, hey, what happened to your foot? Lost it in the abyss. <laughs> well, you would think with the name Thumb Geyser Basin, it would be mostly hands or fingers, but, you know, <laughs> maybe they'll change the name. Yellowstone Park law enforcement officials received the positive identification based on DNA analysis in the last three weeks and notified the family. The press release states. I like how they couldn't just identify it by his toe ring. <laughs> what do they have to notify? Hey, we've, we had a positive match on your foot. It's <laughs> definitely your foot. We had a 23 and me that. Good news. You also have a child you haven't spoken to in years. Park staff discovered part of the foot in a shoe floating in the well-known thermal feature and an investigation led by Yellowstone law enforcement officers was launched. He needs to put like one of those Apple air tags on his foot to keep track of this. Around ankle bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> the investigation determined to be to the best of our knowledge that an unwitnessed incident involving one individual happened on the morning of July 31st, 2022 at Abyss Pool and no foul play occurred. The press release states, based on a lack of evidence, the circumstances surrounding the death of Roe remain unknown. Oh, he died. Whoa, so his whole body is in that pool. What? That's crazy. That's where you want to dump a body, though. Think of all the evidence it takes care of. You don't got to worry about nothing. Unless it's the guy's wearing shoes, apparently. He's got some <laughs> Nikes on. <laughs> that should be how Nike's selling it. Screw the all the, what, the Yeezys. You need the yellow Yeah. Nike, we will, we will solve your murder. <laughs> we will help solve your murder. That should be their slogan. Park officials said the investigation has concluded and there was no additional information to share. There's got to be a ton of additional information they have. They're like, he had one painted toe. Like, what, was it a Nike? Was it a Ked? I have so many well, questions. Well, yeah. Did the guy just fall in? Did he get pushed in? What What was the deal? How did he, that happen? And why are they letting people near this if this happens? Was he just Yellowstoning by himself? Maybe. I've heard stories about people like going through at night and walking through Yellowstone at night, not realizing where hot pools are and they walk into them and die i've heard of that all right you want to hear some facts about this yellowstone <laughs> this story's full of facts let's hear them <laughs> the hot spring is one of the deepest in yellowstone with a depth of more than 50 feet and its temperature can reach approximately 140 degrees fahrenheit Ooh, i'm a fan of this already all right it's a perfect place for dumping bodies Okay, and, uh, you know, they give some, like, rules of Yellowstone necks, like pets are prohibited in the thermal areas, don't throw objects, such as 
feet and hands and bodies. <laughs> they need to be more specific. I'm curious, like, when is the rest of the dude's body going to float up? Ah, I'm sure it's gone, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not like when they when they make ashes of people, like when they incinerate people, it's a lot hotter than 140 degrees. Like, yeah. What, what, I wonder if a bear just walks by and is like, hey, look, that's a broiled human. <sighs> yeah. I mean, what do you think about this, Louis? I mean, I'm glad they recovered part of his body and can maybe give someone some closure, I guess. But homeboy shouldn't be swimming in the pool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if they reported him missing, I guess it's nice to know that, you know, he you found him, I guess. And le- I mean, I think, though, if it was something like suicide, maybe he didn't want to be found. This was like a message. You know? <laughs> like the- his last his last gasp to like, you know, I- find my killer. <laughs> Or maybe it's Mother Mother Nature sending us a message. Don't F me or I'll eat your people. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. This story comes from runningmagazine.ca. That's a news source more reliable than a zombie winning a half marathon. You don't think a zombie could win a half marathon? It'd be so slow. What, what time do you do? Nine years. Dude, all you do is got to put like one of those like dangling car- carrots, but it's like a leg in front. <laughs> it's just a brain. <laughs> it's just the foot of the guy from Yellowstone. <laughs> right in front of the zombie. He, he, might, he might crush it, man. That's all it takes. All right, so... Goes Chinese man runs a three-hour, 28 marathon while chain smoking. Now, if this um, doesn't conjure up the right image of the guy, I said before I saw the article, I go, I bet this happens in China. It is. Yeah, and there's pictures of him running and smoking, running with a cigarette dangling out of his mouth. There's another one of him stopping and lighting up another one. And then there's another picture of him looking like, does he have like a martini or something? No, I think this is ashtray. Oh, he's got an ashtray. <laughs> it he, is well. He looks a little bit like a zombie, too. It is well known that smoking cigarettes hinders running performance. But on November 6th, one runner at the Jingjiang Marathon in Jian, China, might think differently. A runner who goes by the nickname Uncle Chen made headlines <laughs> after. His he, nickname should be Joe Camel. <laughs> he made headlines after he ran a marathon in three hours and 28 minutes while chain smoking a pack of cigarettes. A lot of people don't realize, though, the smoke actually makes a little air pocket in front of you and reduces wind resistance. It's all science. I, I have read that in scientific journals. <laughs> yes, I read that in the Journal of Smoking Weekly. <laughs> Last week, the photos of Chen smoking went viral on the popular Chinese social media app Weibo when the marathon organizer celebrated his achievement by sharing his finishing cigarette. Chen finished 574th overall in three hours and 28 minutes out of nearly 1,500 runners. I mean, how bad does that make you feel, though? If you're like, you, I'm going to get in shape to run this marathon, and this dude runs by you smoking. He's just, just a thing of smoke around his head. What happens if you get stuck behind that guy? That's got to suck. You're like, I finished 575th, and I was secondhand smoking the whole way. This guy's in the top third, man. How badass is that? Think of how good he'd be if he didn't smoke. Exactly. He would. He would it's, 
this the smoking that drives him. That's his carrot. He's chasing the. Oh fire. really? You think he'd be? You think he'd be less? Yeah. You think he'd be like you know nine hundredth if he didn't smoke? Yeah, he's he's outrunning emphysema. <laughs> this was not the first time the fifty-year-old runner from Guangzhou was photographed smoking during a marathon. Photos of Chen lighting it up surfaced from the two thousand eight. Guangzhou Marathon and the 2019 Jemen Marathon. In 2018, he clocked in at three hours and 36 minutes and ran 332 in 2019. Wait, one his, his time is in, is getting better the more he <laughs> smokes. Well, he's training. He's got you know, he's got to get sponsored by like you know, he uh, Marlboros. He He'd be the Marlboro man. He switched from filterless to filtered, and now he can go faster. No, this should be the Marlboro man. Like you don't need a cowboy like wrangling cows you know you need this guy saying yeah look i can work out i can run i can you know swim laps while smoking i live a crazy modern lifestyle one anecdotal report notes that chen apparently only smokes when he runs what (laughs) he's a vegan the rest of the time how do you even figure that out you know it's like he's never smoked his entire life and then all of a sudden he's like, you know what I need in this middle of this marathon? I need a cigarette. Yeah, yeah it really helps. Chen also happens to be an ultra marathoner who has run distances from 50 kilometers to 12 hours. Although Chen was not shooting for a Guinness World Record for the fastest marathon while chain smoking, there isn't any previous record in place. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> no, they're just going to open Pandora's box. It's going to be every record, but then while smoking. <laughs> Longest time free diving while smoking. <laughs> while smoking. Exactly. Many on Weibo shared their frustration that Chen was allowed to smoke during the race. This type of behavior should be banned from the race, one commented. I feel bad for the runners around him, said another. I don't get, like, why would it matter? Like, Well, I mean, it is sort of like if you're running behind him and he's puffing smokes. And I bet what it is is, like, it gets your lungs sort of moving, right? Mm. And so maybe it's just, like, your body is creating more oxygen because it's, like, working harder. I don't know. But don't people, like, poop their pants during marathons because they don't want to stop? Yeah, I think so. I think I'd rather be behind the guy who is chain smoking the guy than like slipping in someone's diarrhea. Well, I think they might wear diapers, Louie. I don't think they're just letting it out of their pants. I like, think they know. do. And you've been to China, right? Yeah. I have like p- vivid memories or man, I even have a picture of like kids walking around with like toddlers with like circles cut out of their pants, like where they can just shit without taking their pants off. Well, we went to Shanghai Disneyland and kids just pee in line. They drop like drop trout to their ankles and just pee wherever they are. And everyone just moves along like nothing's As happening. Technically, there are no rules prohibiting runners from smoking since most have the common sense. It will not help their performance. Obviously not. <laughs> Guys, this guy's working half the half the crowd, man. He's doing it. He's doing. How he's can he not it. have a sponsor? I know, right? How is how is a tobacco manufacturer not up on this guy? Or at least he should sponsor that thing with the tube you suck into and the little balls lift up in the air. Like you remember when the like we weren't alive for this, but there was like that big you know congressional meeting about the tobacco manufacturers when they were like we doesn't cause cancer there's no proof like they should bring this back and bring this guy out to testify and be like look at no harm this guy can run a marathon (laughs) this guy can run a marathon this guy does so much (laughs) this guy's my hero man (laughs) he's he's really the hero we need not all heroes sit in the non-smoking section exactly what do you think about this louis i mean good for him That's what I have to say is good for him. 
That's all. Okay. <laughs> well, how do you, dude? He's he's not the hero we wanted, but he's the hero we needed. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to contribute, you can do so a couple different ways. You can give us a five-star review wherever you got this at, or you can click on the Patreon link on our website, which is oddandoffbeat.com, and that will take you to the Patreon contribution Contributaries. (laughs) Contributarian. For as little as a few bucks a month, you can get things like postcards from the road. Matt will let you come over and babysit once the baby's born. Absolutely. Uh, he'll be charging for smells for the new baby. He'll jar it up and mail it out to you. Yes. That's that's how because I'm not working, so I gotta figure out a way to get some money. Are you gonna jar up the baby's first breath? Like put that in a jar? Oh yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. There's someone in Asia that would pay a lot of money for a baby's first breath. I've been jarring up Erica's farts just to like sort of like baby, you know, induced farts. So <laughs> like a baby I've been selling those. Friend. I've been selling those. <laughs> so where can they where, catch you this month? You can, uh, you can just catch me hanging out at home, hopefully babysitting. We don't, the baby should be due any day now. And uh, so I will be rocking and uh, burping and changing diapers. Nice. Yeah. What about you, man? Where can people find you? You can catch me from the 27th through the 30th hanging out in Indianapolis. I will be uh, at the International Association of Fairs and Expos uh, doing some Indianapolis stuff. My big tourist list, I'm going to go see the place where Elvis played his last concert. Oh, wow. Well, the building's gone, but there's a mark on the ground. (laughs) Elvis was here 70 years ago. (laughs) Nice. Cool. I, uh, I, I... I think I've been to Indianapolis. I don't have a strong memory of it, but yeah, no one uh, should be fun, man. No one wants to go to Indianapolis. Oh, December. Yep. (laughs) Big tourist time. Awesome folks. Well, if you have a news story that you want to send us, you can do so info at odd and off beat.com. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the odd and off beat podcast. Stay weird.